listening to It's All About Perspective with your hosts, Abigail Peterson from Kindergarten Chaos and Principal Robert Hinchliff. Join us as we discuss education from various points of view. Take the challenge of listening to see if your opinion changes. But no matter where you stand on the issues, remember, it's all about perspective. Hello and welcome to episode four of It's All About Perspective. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm Abigail Peterson. And I am Robert Hinchliff, your other co-host. And before we get started, we just want to say thank you very much to all of you that have taken the time to listen to our first three podcasts. We really, really appreciate it. And um, we're excited to see where this goes. Yes. Thank you. To those of you, the few of you who have left reviews for us, we are so grateful. We love your feedback. It's going to help us grow. Thank you to those of you that have been on our Instagram and have left comments as well. We love the conversation. Those of you that have reached out, we love it. We are taking all of your tidbits and all of your little points of view and taking those into consideration as we build our next podcasts. So thank you so much. Speaking of researching and reading, I love to read anything that involves education. And so I recently saw some statistics that said that 27% of teachers are considering quitting or retiring because of COVID. And that that's that's a pretty big number. That's over a quarter. That's over 25% of our educational field. So I got to thinking about people would like to put a negative spin on it and say, oh, we're losing teachers by the droves and have that negative connotation to it. But I thought, what if we what if we just kind of flipped it a little bit and put it on the positive looked at the positive perspective? So I came up with two things. One is of those 27% of teachers that are considering retiring or quitting, is it okay? Can we just say it's okay to be ready to leave? All right, that's one. And then two, is it okay to just have a change of scenery? Let's go back to number one. Robert, is it okay for teachers or people, whether you've been teaching for two years or whether you've been teaching for 27 years, is it okay to say, you know what? I'm at the point where I don't, I no longer want to do this, or I feel like I can't do this any longer and I want to leave. Is that okay? I think it's definitely okay. I think if you're at the point where you just don't have the passion or the fire inside, I would almost say it's noble because if you have made the decision to leave the field of education or leave teaching in general, then you have helped kids in a way in the future, I think, because rather than giving half of you, you've opened it up for me as an admin to find someone who can give their all and that's better for kids. So in a way, I think it's definitely noble and it's definitely okay. There's no shame in leaving something that you don't have your entire heart set on. I think it's definitely um, a wise decision for many people to know when it's time to leave. And just because this is a pandemic and it's a whole new ball game than it was last year or the year before, I think it's okay if you say, this is not for me. I, I don't want to invest my time any further. I want to go do something else or I want to stay home with my kids. I I just, 
I think sometimes we need to check ourselves when we're reacting to people saying that they're leaving instead of saying, well, you should think about it or you only have, you know, 10 years or don't you want your 10 year pin or your 15 year pin? Uh, who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not a reason to stay. Yeah, I agree. And I think you and I, for in some ways, we both had changes this year. And I think your change stepping away from the classroom and away from the school district was right for you. It was the right time for you. And you knew you just couldn't give your all to a classroom, especially this year, and to your brand. So that that uh, pin, as you say, doesn't matter to you in the grand scheme of things. I think I think people have to be honest with themselves. And if you want to pursue a passion somewhere else, then you should go do it. And it's okay if you have spent four years getting a bachelor's degree or six years getting a master's degree in education, and you decide, you know what, it's not as wonderful as I thought it was. Now, I think it is wonderful and I love it, but that doesn't mean that you are going to love it or you find this exciting. It's okay to change. It's okay to say, I want to do something else. And I think, like I said, I I have to watch my words when someone else tells me, you know what, I'm I'm leaving. I want to go pursue something else. I I think that's okay. And we need to take that that negative connotation away from people who are leaving for other reasons, such as leaving to stay home to take care of their families or their kids, or they just want to work part-time. I think that's okay. It's absolutely okay. Again, it's your life and you have to live it. And you know what? This is, for all the people listening, this isn't going to be anything shocking, but teaching's hard. It's a hard job. And especially this year. Absolutely. It encompasses your entire life if you let it. I have to talk to teachers, especially this year, and say, step back, slow down. It's okay. Because some of them are so consumed with finding ways to engage kids online, it's eating up their personal life. And again, teaching is- And it's creating quick burnout. Yes, you're burning out. So- It is entirely okay to admit that this is not for you because it's not for everybody. It is a hard profession. And unfortunately, unless you've done that, you don't know exactly how difficult it is. Agreed. I think this year is one of those years I think that is really pushing people to those limits. And it's almost like stripping away all the facades and kind of determining is this really for me? Is this, can I keep up with the stamina of this virtual and distance learning? And there's some people that are finding out that they really like it and they like the flexibility of, you know, working from home and waking up and getting on the computer. And then there's those that are saying, you know what, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I envisioned. And I think I'm going to take a break, whether it's a year break or a five-year break, or if you're going to leave altogether, I think that we need to, we need to, as we say, show grace to people and say, if this is the decision that you make, Hey, good luck with whatever, whatever passion you have. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, especially this year with taking a break. I have people at Thompson where I basically have to say, take Friday off, get away, stop working, turn off class dojo. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what? None of us were trained for this. Mm -mm. Not, you know, in a normal year, you're just doing your thing and you have the talent and you're finding different fun ways to engage kids in the classroom and 
life is good. This year you're retraining yourself. You're a computer programmer. You're tracking kids down. You're constantly messaging parents. It's a hard job this year. And I, I, I certainly don't want teachers to walk away from the profession. I would prefer you just walked away for a day, but I would completely understand why you would think about it because it is difficult this mm-hmm. year. So that brings me to the positive perspective number two. And that is that I'm sure within that 27%, there's a much larger percentage of people that are not necessarily wanting to leave education altogether. They just need a change of scenery. And so for us in Las Vegas with our Clark County School District, one school district, we have what we call a transfer period where we are have the ability to transfer to schools that have openings. And so there's a, a lot of fluidity in our school district in February, March, April transfer season where schools are posting their positions and if you don't like your admin or you don't like your grade level or whatever the situation is, you can move. Now, we understand that that's not normal in other places, but let's talk about changing scenery. So if you are part of that 27%, but you're not ready to retire, you're not ready to quit altogether, there are options. And that options again, is change of scenery. So let's talk about that a little bit. What about changing your grade level? How do you feel as an admin about somebody who has been teaching second grade for, you know, 15 years and they're kind of getting burnt out and they need a change of scenery? What do you think? So in my opinion, if you're out there and you are thinking that you're getting burnt out, a change of scenery by a different grade level is a good thing. And I highly recommend that you go to your admin and you say, you know what, I need a change. Because if they value you as an employee, they will find that change for you. And we have a colleague, we had a colleague a few years ago that just said, I need a change. I can't do this grade level anymore. And I did anything I could to find something new for her because she is great at what she does. I would much rather work to find a change for you than work to find a replacement for you if I value you. So do not do not just sit there and wallow in your grade level if you need a change. If you think the next grade level is right for you or maybe you want to loop with your kids or maybe you want to go down because you've always wanted to try a certain grade mm-hmm. level, do not be afraid to go try that or to tell your admin because they will sometimes they're looking for people who want to change to mm-hmm. open up something else. Um, to make a move. So I highly recommend that you let them know and and seek that out because a change for you, if that makes you more passionate about your job or reinvigorates you, mm-hmm. then I should support that as an admin in my opinion. And I hope admin that are other admin that are listening, that they're also open-minded, that they would be willing to allow teachers that flexibility to change if they wanted to, because not everybody wants to teach kindergarten for 25 years. Now there are, I have friends that have done it for years and love it and can't imagine doing another grade level. But then I know that there are teachers that are like, you know what, I've taught it. I'm bored with the curriculum. This is not really for me. I want to move to a different grade level. I want to become a specialist or, you know, try something different. And I can't imagine being in a school with an admin that is not open to that. So hopefully, if you're an admin, and you're listening to this, maybe listening to our perspective, it will kind of give you the, the courage to allow change because change is good. 
change is good. Sometimes we think that it is scary, but it's good and it it affects people, but not always negatively. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, again, every admin is different. Everybody has their style. It's their building. They're ultimately responsible. Now, on the flip side, if you come to me and you say, I need to change and I don't change you, you have to realize it might not be because I don't want to. It's because perhaps, you know, the grade level you want to go to would not be a good fit for you or those colleagues uh, and you maybe have a previous history. There, there, there could be a reason. So I don't want to say that it's just going to happen. I don't want to put that out there, but I think I would respect it as an admin and at least give you the courtesy of considering that move because ultimately you on, on the teacher side, I can move you and I can change that. So when that time comes, I would hope that you would treat it as a courtesy and a respect to me to understand why as well. So it's a two way street for sure, but I don't, I don't think asking for a change is ever a negative. No. And I think it's good to have that communication open with your admin so that they know, because for instance, you knew that I love kindergarten. That's my place. (laughs) That's my home. That's what I like. So you knew, I I never expected you to walk down and say, Hey, can you teach fifth grade? Because you knew that's not really where I want to be. And so, but having those open conversations, there were, there are other teachers that say, Hey, I'm open to it. And then you in the back of your mind are like, okay, well, I know that Mrs. Smith is leaving. So I need to fill that position. Maybe uh, Mrs. Jones would like to feel that. So I, I keep those lines of communications open. What about moving schools? So as an admin, does it offend you? Does it, does it make you angry? How, how do you, you, I know that I, I, I worked at the same school, so I didn't, I, I never left schools. I, I, when I did leave, I came back to the same school. So I never had an opportunity. It wasn't that I didn't have an opportunity, but I didn't choose to go to another school. So I don't have that perspective. But I know that over the years, we've had a lot of teachers move in from other schools and then teachers leave our school to go to other schools. I personally am not offended if you have a passion for middle school or you want to go teach art at a high school or you want to go do something you've always wanted to do, that does not personally offend me. In fact, I think that I should support that. Where it would bug me is if I feel like we have a good relationship and you move to the same grade level at the school a mile away. That would bother me because I feel like, what did I do wrong to make you want to leave? In my opinion, this is my style, I feel like I should do everything I can to make you want to enjoy being at the school. It doesn't always work out. I and mean, we had a few uh, off the top of my head, four or five that left our school for a different school and, and it was elementary. And the last one, she just needed a change. She just needed a new admin and a new change and a new style. And that's completely understandable because her and I had talked about that. The other ones, they needed to change and I needed them to change. So it really just depends. But for all of those people, I think it was a positive outcome in the end. So am I offended? Not not if I feel like it's the right thing for me and you. But but like I said, if you go to the same grade level at the school next door, then that bothers me because I feel like I could have done something better to keep a good person on staff. 
Mm -hmm. And what about, uh, we don't really have this issue here in Las Vegas, but for our listeners that do, changing districts. That might be something, again, you might be part of that 27% that you're ready for a change. You don't want to leave. You don't want to retire. You don't want to leave education. But it's okay to change. It's okay to change and move to a different district. It's okay to change and move to a different school. If you have options, you know, it's kind of like the the last podcast we did on social media. I I guess I'm a strong advocate for your self-worth and your mental health and believing that if something is making you unhappy or something is making you feel terrible, why do you want to stay in it? Why do you want to stay in it? So you have the power to change. You have the power. Now, obviously, you can't poof, make a job appear before you. But if you're really unhappy or you're really needing a change, we're giving you permission. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Robert and I are giving you permission to seek out other opportunities. It's okay for anybody to make you feel bad about leaving a school or leaving a profession or leaving a district, you have to always do what is best for you. As I say, sometimes you have to look out for number one. And that might be hard sometimes. But it's true. If you if you're in an environment, and it's just not the right place for you, or maybe you when you were hired, your your admin left and changed, and the new one came in, and you don't see eye to eye with them. Mm-hmm. give yourself the grace to go find a different opportunity or at least to look for one. You may not get the job, but it's okay to go look. There's no harm in looking or interviewing. You can always turn the job down in the end. But I think it's important for people to understand that if you're not happy at your current place of employment, you're not going to do the best job you can. So you have to find that place for you, whether it's a different grade level or a different school. Yes, I I was reflecting as you were speaking about exactly what you said when a change of administration happens. There are friends I know that have said, well, I'm going to stay here and, and see how this works out. And then you either adapt and you learn and you grow and adapt to the new admin, or you can say, you know what, this is not my style. I think I want to go try something else and, you know, go to another school where, the admin is more of what I'm used to. And I think that's okay. At our last school, there were several teachers that have been there for 20 plus years through different administrations. And I think that's amazing. If that's the kind of attitude that you have and personality you have that you want to stay regardless of the changing of the guard, so to speak, I think that's totally okay. So let's talk about moving, whether, like we said, whether it's grade level, which you don't really have to interview for, but if you're moving schools or transferring districts, let's give some tips or some ideas, things that, for instance, what are you looking for when you interview somebody as an admin? Right. So if you want to come to, you know, when we're at Smith or Thompson, one of the the main components of what we are looking for. And you can speak to this as a teacher because I don't ever um, interview anybody alone. So hypothetically, Abby, if we were looking for a kindergarten teacher, all the kindergarten teachers on staff would be in there with me and the AP. One of the things that I am looking for is, are you confident in what you do? Do you come in there and you show me through your words and your knowledge that you know what you're doing? 
that you can handle kids and handle parents. Can you have fun? Because I got to have fun. If you can't laugh at my jokes, we're going to have a rough time working together. So I will always try to try to make some kind of joke or some kind of moment where I can see, can you live with us? Because we tried to have fun at Smith. We did. There were tough times. There were times that we didn't like, but you know, through all the bad times, can you laugh and have fun? Do you dress up occasionally on school days? Not that you have to do that every time. Are you willing to have fun with your kids? If you walk in and you're just monotone with your answers and very short and you haven't really done any research, so you don't know much about the school or what you're getting into, I think you're going to have a tough time. But if you're confident and you do your background knowledge um, and your research and you come in and you just try to have fun, then that's really a great thing. Ultimately, my goal is to make sure that it's a good fit for you and it's a good fit for me. Because if it's not a good fit for one of us, then we're both going to be miserable and your colleagues are going to be miserable. So again, you as the educator going into interview, I think you want to almost interview us as much as we're interviewing you because ultimately it's a team game here and we're all on the same team and we're all trying to move these kids forward. So that would be my, my recommendation. One thing I would recommend you don't do is you don't walk in. And if I say, well, why do you want to come to Thompson? Well, it's a mile from my house. Well, I don't really care how close it is. You know, we have people that drive 30 plus minutes to be at the school because they want to be a part of that passion and a part of that that program and that system. And they want to be involved in what we're trying to do. So again, I don't think that your travel time would be something that you'd want to put out there. You want to be there because you want to be there and you want to make a difference. What about you from the colleague side sitting in the same interview? What do you want to see? I think my my answer has changed over the years as I've matured and as I've grown. You know, if I I sat in several interviews for kindergarten teachers in our last school and I was looking for somebody who had a passion because kindergarten is so foundational. It's so important. And I really feel like kindergarten teachers should really love kids. They should love kids. There's a lot of things that happen in kindergarten that don't happen in fourth and fifth grade that kindergarten teachers deal with. For instance, crying or, you know, silly bickering that happens when they're younger and and kind of fades away as they get a little older. And those are things that we choose to deal with as kindergarten teachers. And if that's not something that you can handle or you don't want to deal with, it might not be a good fit. So if, if you come into kindergarten and interview and you say, well, I don't really like all the fluff. I want everything to be perfect and straight lines. And it's probably not a good fit <laughs> because to me, that's not what kindergarten is. So, you know, like I said, as I've grown, I've learned to accept that not everybody is as extra as I am, as I've been in the classroom, and not everybody has a million things going on like I do. But if you love kids and you love teaching kindergarten, then you're probably going to be a good fit. Yeah, I think, you know, you, you and I both were looking for just passion and, and excitement for the job, because it's a hard job, like I said earlier. And in those tough times, we need to know that you're going to show up and you're going to do your best for kids and for the grade level and try to be a team player and not try to stir the pot. And, you know, from the admin side, we're going to do our research most of the time. We're, we're going to text people we know. 
We're going to contact your principal. Kind of one of the unwritten rules of admin is you have to be honest if someone calls you. So we answer the questions that are asked of us. So really, your recommendations are important. A lot of times, you know, when people call or they say, well, what about this person? If I know you just need a change, well, she, then I will say that. Like, she's great. She just needs a change. Or he's fantastic. It's just he has a passion for wanting to try to do this, and I support it. So mm-hmm. it's just, again, I think just being confident and knowing that change is okay. And you can say that in the middle of an interview. I just need to change. You know, I want to re- get reinvigorated. I want to try some new things that I know are going on here at your school. It's nothing against my school. I just think that the time is right now for me to teach fourth grade or whatever. So again, I think just being honest too is is a key when you're trying to find a new, a new place um, to work. So let's talk about those brand new teachers because they're not going to have the confidence that a veteran teacher has because they might appear confident and say, you know, I just got out of school and I'm ready to take it on, but they don't have the experience. And that's one thing that I always tell, you know, educators, you can't buy experience. You can buy a lot of things, but you can't buy experience. And so you can be excited and you can be ready to take on the challenge. But when it comes to those brand new teachers, there's one little pet peeve that I have, and I, you already kind of already know this, but don't use buzzwords. Don't use buzzwords. Just be normal. Just say, hey, I learned this, but you don't have to throw out every single buzzword. What are your thoughts on you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It Knowing about SBAC or knowing about collaboration or Kagan strategies is great, you know, but again, we want to see some content behind it. So I agree with you on that. If you're a new teacher or a newer teacher, um, you know, at Thompson brand new school, we had over 300 people apply. We did hire two people brand new because they were confident in their answers and also their references, their master teacher's gave them glowing remarks. So we were able to look past the fact that those ladies were brand new and more at the potential of what they could Mm -hmm. be. If you're brand new, just please, please, please be open to learning and Mm -hmm. trying new things. If you come in closed-minded, I think that's very difficult. But if you come in and say, you know, I know I'm brand new, but I'm so excited to learn from all these fabulous people here on this staff and get better and be at a point that they are at now in the future – That's what we're looking for. We want someone that's going to come in there with passion and excitement to move us forward, no matter how many years of experience you have. These students coming out of school today, they are trained in many ways, such as using social media. They're good at these these things that we didn't have when we were in college. So they bring something to the table also. But in Clark County, we're 600 teachers short. So if you understand your content and you can come across as competent, you're going to get a job. You're going to be okay. You know, maybe not at my school, maybe not at the school down the road, but you will get a job. But no matter, I would say, you know, reach out to the schools that you want to be at and try to try to get an interview and then try to impress them. There's nothing wrong with that. We want to see people uh, take initiative. We want to know people that want to be a part of this magic we're trying to create. So just because you're new doesn't necessarily disqualify you from any positions at all. 
Well, and going back to one thing that you said earlier, it's one thing that I feel very strongly about in the self-confidence <laughs> portion of just life in general is that just as much as they're interviewing you, you're interviewing them. Go in there with a list of questions for them. Even if you are a brand new teacher, you know, what are your expectations? You know, what are some things that you want to see? I am a firm believer that I am also a part of this decision making. It's not just all about if I'm impressing them, but I want them to feel like, look, we want her to take this job. We want her here at our school. So what can we say or what can we provide that she will want this job. It's so much. And and sometimes we forget about that. We, I feel like sometimes we can almost grovel at like, oh, please, please. I really want this job more than anything. No, you know, have confidence. Like you said, have confidence. And if this isn't the right place for you, another perfect place will come along. Yeah. I mean, do not be afraid of interviewing, uh, even at Thompson brand new, a a lady interviewed at my school and also at another school of a good friend of mine. And we both offered the, her the job and she chose the more established school, which was certainly fine because she chose what was right for her. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, as I said earlier, you have to pick the place that's right for you because if you don't and you're miserable, it's a long year mm-hmm. and it's more work for me. It's more stress for you. And we don't, neither one of us want to be in that position. So just be confident and and know what you want to do and then just just make sure it's the right fit for you. So if you are one of the 27% that are considering quitting or retiring, maybe we have shared something today that has confirmed that you're ready to leave education and move on to something else or maybe just enjoy retirement or Maybe you've decided that you just need a change of scenery and that you're going to change grade levels or schools or even districts. But remember, no matter what decision you make or where you're at, it's all about perspective. Thanks for joining us today. And we hope to see you over on our Instagram page. It's all about perspective 2021. Have an awesome day and we'll see you on the next episode. listening to today's podcast we would love to hear your perspective on this episode head over to our instagram page it's all about perspective 2021 or our facebook and twitter page and share your opinion don't forget to subscribe or rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast and one last thing remember it's all about perspective perspective